Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, aka Stationary Magpie, a creativity and productivity mentor who wants you to have the time and the confidence to do the things that you love that are going to make your life a lot better. Today, it's another solo episode day. We're on episode number four and I'm going to be talking about giving up or letting go and the kind of subtle mindset differences and the issues that we often have when we want to give something up. So I mentioned this on Instagram earlier in the week, I was talking about the podcast episodes I was recording, and it was something that a few people said they were quite interested in hearing. So this is actually the second time I've recorded this podcast. I recorded the first time and I was kind of okay with it, but afterwards I got a few questions through that made me think there were some things I hadn't quite touched on. So I'm going to do my best to give this subject justice, but It feels like such a big thing and it's something that I was really struggling to cut down and I could probably go on about it for ages. So let's hope this is cohesive enough for you to take some good lessons from. But I feel like it's something that's really important. It's something that I've talked about to people close to me and clients as well. This idea of giving up as something not necessarily negative, something that can also be really positive. I know it sounds a little bit weird for me to be talking about the idea of giving up, since this is kind of a podcast with a big focus on being productive, achieving things, reaching your goals. But I think that knowing when to give up, or perhaps a better way to put it is to let go of something, is a really important part of achieving stuff. Because we can't do everything. We don't have the time, we don't have the energy, and we don't have the motivation to do everything. And we shouldn't do everything. We can't always know what it is that we want to do unless we give it a go. But obviously not everything is for us and we're going to find that some things are things that we want to let go of or give up. Giving up is often seen as something quite negative that we really seek to avoid because of the way it makes us feel. But actually avoiding giving something up when it's no longer making us happy or perhaps serving us in any way is probably even worse because we're hanging on to something that we don't even really want to do but for some reason we can't let go of. And often that means that our energy is focused on that thing rather than the things that we actually want to do. So for me, giving up is actually a really productive act when it's done properly and with thought and when we've kind of examined the reasons why we might want to give up. So first I want to talk about why we hate giving up so much. Persevering and the determination to keep going is something that's really valued in our society. If people have that grit and determination to never give up, it's often something that we think of very highly. It's a really desirable trait. It's something that's really positive. So if we feel that we maybe don't have that to carry a project or a goal through to the end, then we might feel quite negative about ourselves and the fact that we lack that grit and determination to keep going. Essentially, when we give up, we see it as a kind of failure or a defeat. We see it as a lack in ourselves, so we see that we are too weak or maybe not disciplined or not focused enough to see something through to completion. We attribute it to a lack of something within ourselves and we often blame ourselves for it. Even though we know that we're all different, we know that we all have different strengths, we still focus then on the things that we feel we don't have that are going to enable us to finish a goal or complete it. Another big reason that we hate giving up is the idea that people are judging us for our failure. And 
it's often because we're thinking those things about ourselves already. If we're thinking, I don't have the skill, I don't have the motivation, we might be thinking that others are thinking the same thing. The funny thing is, is that often we're worrying about judgment from people who we don't really care about, we're not close to, haven't even been through the same thing as us, so can never understand what we've been through anyway. But it seems to me that we just love to do it. Like we love to assume that people are judging us. A really great tip that I had from um, Sophie French and Elizabeth Stiles from the Self-Belief Sessions, which I do talk about quite a lot, really great course, is we kind of have to assume the best. So rather than assume that everyone is judging us, assume that people understand us perhaps instead. We often don't give people enough credit, I think, and we often jump to the conclusion that they're judging us perhaps because we're judging ourselves. But that is pretty much an entire other podcast episode, so I'm not going to go into that too much right now. What I do want to do now, though, is tell you about a little personal story about a time that I wanted to give something up. So, I'm going to paint you a picture. It's 2017. I'd had probably one of the worst years of my life. Lots of highs, but also lots of lows. And I had decided to start a PGC in September to teach secondary French. So I decided to do that because I'd just been travelling, I'd been backpacking around Asia and India and I wanted to travel more but I also wanted to travel in a more sustainable way. So I wanted to be able to work as I travelled so I'd done a teaching English qualification already and I'd learned that doing that and having a PGCE would help my employment prospects abroad. So I decided before I went travelling that I would apply for a PGCE and when I came back I could start the PGCE be at home for a little while, kind of be back with my family and be doing something kind of productive to move myself forwards. It was a rocky year anyway, like I'd had a few big kind of family deaths, which was, you know, stressful. And doing the PGCE, it became apparent very quickly that it was just too much for the time was the first problem. But also I really hated the course and the job of teaching. I like teaching classes, let's not confuse teaching with the job of teaching, but I absolutely hated all the other parts of teaching and there were a lot of them. So kind of jumping through hoops, you know, there was all these stupid things of having all these files for the PGC and getting all this evidence for stuff and it was just such an all-consuming course. I couldn't have a life outside of it. I was somewhere new but I didn't have the chance to make friends and it's somewhere where you're really thrown in the deep end and you get a lot of kind of constructive criticism but that if you're in a bad place you can take really personally and it's really tough like mad respect for all the teachers um but yeah there was a lot of pressure by mid-november which is only about two months two or three months into the course i'd had two little mini toilet breakdowns um, at the school where I was practicing teaching and I was just so totally miserable so obviously I was considering giving up. So before I gave up and I was struggling I was starting to kind of explore the idea for myself when I was kind of feeling that trapped feeling and feeling like I couldn't escape from it so I was talking to people I was kind of thinking about it myself and um I was really worried about what people would think if I were to give up. To be honest, I was more worried about the people who who had never been teachers and who hadn't been through it because they wouldn't be able to understand because on the outside, I was someone intelligent and capable and determined. 
I'd done a law degree and I got a two one, so surely in my head I should have been able to do this. It should have been kind of easy, I guess. But I was feeling like, well, people won't understand. They think that, you know, teaching is kind of an easy job. There is that perception, I think, although it really isn't. And they wouldn't understand how hard it was. They wouldn't understand why I wanted to give up. And that kind of troubled me because I didn't want them to see me as anything other than, you know, intelligent and capable and determined and able to do whatever I put my mind to. But at the same time, I was so totally miserable that I just couldn't imagine carrying on. I also started to notice that when I asked other people what they do, a lot of them said that they would just try and get through and finish the year. But the thought of that was just incomprehensible because even after that year it's not really over you have to do an NQT year to be fully qualified so I would have had to do two whole years of that being miserable and wanting to escape and looking at flights to random places on the weekends and kind of this desperate attempts to get away or feel like I could escape and it was just no couldn't do it definitely not so in the end for me the reality of having to continue was a lot worse than the idea of what people might think of me because I knew that I wasn't going to be happy I knew that I was going to hate it I knew that I was going to be really low all the time having to just force myself through something I never wanted to do um and it just became that was so much more important to me and screw other people's opinions basically because I knew what I was going through I knew it wasn't for me so why would I put myself through it As you can probably tell, it's something I was pretty certain of. But at the time, obviously, there was a lot of question marks over whether it really was the right thing. So I want to talk a little bit about when we shouldn't give up and maybe the steps we need to take before we actually consider kind of cutting the cord and saying enough. There's a motivational quote that makes the round that kind of goes like, learn to rest, not to quit. And I do agree that often when we want to give up up on something, we actually really just need a rest and a break. So if you're really struggling to decide whether to let go of something, I think the first step is always just take a break. Get some clarity, get some time and rest so you can think clearly when you're not overwhelmed and you're not stressed because when we're stressed and overwhelmed, it's really hard to see things as they are. We're just trying to like survive and carry on and it's not a great feeling. So when I quit my PGC, I technically even though I feel like I pretty much knew I was going to quit, I technically first of all went on a break. So after my second mini breakdown, I phoned my tutor and I was like, look, I'm going home. I'm having a break. I can't do this right now. And that was fine. Even though it felt like I was trapped, I did actually have the options to have a break. So I went home and I had a change of scenery and I kind of toyed with what life would be like if I did leave. And I took a little bit of time to make the decision. But the sense of relief that I was feeling at being away knowing that I didn't have to go back it just overwhelmingly told me it was the right decision and pretty much as soon as not as soon as I arrived home but a few days in I was basically telling my mum yeah this is I'm gonna quit like it's not right for me and I think we often know in ourselves when we're ready to let go of something from the sense of that that sense of relief that just washes over us and it's just like ah okay I was never really trapped I kind of made it so that I was but I have options I can do something differently so let's talk a little bit more about why you might want to give up on something because I think it's really important to understand the reasons you have for wanting to give up 
so that you can decide if it is something you actually do want to finish and cut off. So the first big one is that you can't connect to your purpose anymore. When you're going through something that's going to get difficult or tricky, we need a strong purpose. We need a really strong reason for us to be going through it when things get difficult. The other thing is that perhaps you never really had a purpose in the first place. So let me give you the example of my PGC again. So my purpose had been basically I'll do that so I can get a better job abroad. But I actually already had the TEFL qualification and I didn't really need the PGC. It was kind of a little bit of a bonus. It was a way for me to kind of stay in the UK for a little while and do something productive. But in fact, the most productive thing I could have done at that moment was to just look after myself and have a job where I could leave it at work and didn't have to bring stuff home. So I kind of couldn't connect that purpose anymore because I was just wanting to leave so badly And I actually could, like I could have just moved abroad, like I could have found a job. And eventually I did. I moved to Mexico, I taught English. I didn't need a PGC. Yes, the experience that I'd had was kind of valuable, but I didn't need that qualification to go and do it. And I had a great time. Definitely didn't need the PGC. It was the best decision I ever made to leave. So if you can't connect to your purpose, or if perhaps it isn't quite good enough anymore if perhaps it's a bonus and you don't really need it, it might be that when things get difficult, you struggle to connect to your why and you struggle to carry on. Another reason is that you might be pursuing it in a really unrealistic way. So when we want to strive for something, we often go like full pelt, we want to get it done. I see it a lot with things like side hustles and businesses. People are saying, yeah, you need to work every evening, you need to get up early, you need to, you know, work three hours a day on stuff. And people often set themselves quite unrealistic expectations for what they can do. We often don't account for the fact that we need to rest, we need some time away from things. For me, it's a really important part of being productive is to have that rest and to have the space to actually have a normal life as well as be productive and work towards goals. I think it's going to be the thing that carries us through is the fact that if we can implement the way that we work towards goals into our lives, it's going to make it just so much easier for us to get to our our end goal because it doesn't feel so difficult. It's, it's realistic. It's possible. So perhaps you're pursuing a goal in a quite unrealistic way. And in, for that reason, I would say sometimes you maybe need to reevaluate your method. Another reason is that pursuing that goal might be inhibiting you from enjoying life and having downtime and that connects to perhaps the way that you're pursuing the goals. If you're pursuing it in a really unrealistic way and you're not able to enjoy life, if you're constantly stressed, then that's going to be a problem. So again, look at the method, change up the way you do it, really examine, is everything you're doing really essential? Are you trying to do it too fast? Maybe can you control the pace a bit better? Put yourself back in the driver's seat and get back in control of the progress you're making. Make it easy for yourself. For me, small, slow, sustainable progress is often a lot more effective than a big, massive burst of energy and then burning out and giving up. You also might want to give up because there's something else that's pulling you in another direction. So if you've decided perhaps, okay, if I put myself back in the example... I'd always wanted to be self-employed, but I'd put myself in a position where I was having to answer to so many people. So I had a mentor, I actually had two mentors, I had a tutor, I had other teachers, I had 
all of these people I was accountable to and I really hated that and I always really wanted to just be in control of my own stuff so that was really pulling me that idea of being my own boss and funny story on the same day I handed in my resignation notice I started stationarymagpie.com so you know (laughs) that kind of felt like the right decision in the end and I've never regretted it but if there's something else that's pulling you or something else that needs your time that's maybe more important or something that you're more passionate about passionate about then that might be a reason that you want to give up so I do think that there are some really valid situations when you should be allowed to give up and when the main reason that you don't want to give up is because you're worried about what other people will think of you that's a really big warning sign that there's a mindset block there that's stopping you maybe from making a decision that's going to have a really positive impact on you and letting go of something that isn't going to serve you when the perseverance of the goal is making you miserable then perhaps it's time to have a change when it's going to make space for something else that you really want to do maybe that's the time to reevaluate what you're doing. Good example of this is Bill Gates. He left Harvard University after two years to found Microsoft. Um, Or, you know, me. Left the PGCE to start Stationary Magpie. I realised I was going in a direction that I didn't want to and I knew that there was something else that I could do. So there we go, change direction. And it was the best decision for me. So let's talk a little bit more about the kind of mindset around giving up. And a little bit about the language as well, because that can be really important to the way that we perceive things. So when we say giving up, that kind of has connotations of succumbing to the struggle and accepting defeat. We give up, we surrender. Whereas letting go is another way to look at it. And it's more about freeing yourself from something that isn't serving you. So it's a little bit more like self-care. And we can see it in a way that it's kind of self-preservation and something positive. So when you're thinking about giving up something, try to think of it in terms of letting go of something that isn't serving you. Another important mindset shift is when you look back at the progress that you made and the things that you learned from working on that goal that you might have now decided to let go of. We often jump to the conclusions and I think perhaps a big block to us giving up on things is the idea that we've made so much progress and it's going to be a waste of our time but even if what we learned was kind of not for you in the end we also learn a lot of really other valuable stuff even if that's that wasn't for me and I've learned that about myself now so I'm not going to pursue things in the same vein of that so I'm going to go back to my PGC example again because it just had a lot of lessons So yes, I don't have a PGC because I quit two months in or I let go two months in. But by doing the PGC in a school where they spoke Welsh and where I had to teach in the medium of Welsh, even though it was horribly difficult at the time and possibly contributed to some of the stress which meant I gave up, I actually got my confidence back to speak Welsh in a public setting and actually use it. So I guess I had technically given up and failed at the PGC But getting my confidence back with Welsh was a really big gain for me. So I don't see that as a waste of time. I see it as an experience that, yes, it was really stressful, but it taught me a lot about myself, taught me about what I wanted, what I wanted to pursue. And I actually gained some teaching skills that I used when I went to teach abroad in Mexico, even though I didn't have the qualification. I had some of the skills and, you know, I'd got my language back, which was a really 
nice positive to take from a situation that was really stressful and difficult. So let's talk a little bit more about how you're going to make the decision to give up. So if you're listening to this podcast, you might have an idea of something that you're thinking of letting go of. So I'm going to give you five kind of steps or tips to help you make the decision. So the first one is to take a break. You need to be able to think clearly and it can be quite difficult I think when we've given up on a few things in a row and we might get in that mindset of I always just give up on stuff like I always you know fail I always lose motivation and um, I just I'm stuck in that cycle. So I think it's really important to take a break so you can think clearly When we're caught up in the stress of something, it's very hard to think with clarity. So take some time away and step back. Don't say you've given up. Put it on the shelf for a little while. Revisit it. Give yourself plenty of time and just breathe. The second one is to reconnect with your purpose. So why are you putting yourself through this? If you're hating it, is there a really important or perhaps an essential reason that you can't give up? It could be something like, for example, having a day job. So, for example, I have a day job right now. It's pretty good, but there are lots of reasons why I would hope to give it up one day. But for me, the essential reason that I can't give it up right now is because I need the money and I need it to be financially stable. I need it to be able to, you know, try different things out in my business without having the pressure of needing to make enough money. And it's really important to me. So even though there are reasons that I would maybe you want to give it up. I've got enough of a why to keep me going. So the third tip is if it's something that you can't give up, are there changes that you can make to make it more enjoyable or at least less terrible? Do you need to step up, make more of an effort to make it work or perhaps make changes to the way that you approach something? So I know for a lot of people, if they have a business and they also have a day job, they might really want to give up their day job and focus on their business but I think sometimes kind of the way that you approach something can really make a difference so in your day job or in that other thing are you maybe putting too much mental energy into it could you maybe relax into it a little bit more change the way that you work a little bit speak to someone at work about how you can make things a little bit easier for yourself make some positive changes so that it can be easier for you it can be a little bit more enjoyable it can be not as terrible basically can you step up and make some changes the fourth one is that you need to take the time to consider giving up so don't just rush into a snap decision you can journal on what the blocks are write lists of pros and cons talk to people who've maybe been through the same thing or maybe people who haven't as well be a little bit mindful of their own preconceived ideas of giving up and I think taking the time to make a considered choice is a really positive thing and that's something that will help you feel more secure in your decision and maybe you'll feel more equipped to explain yourself when people kind of maybe question why you've given up on something so you'll have a really solid reasons and you'll be happy and secure in that letting go and finally if we do decide we're going to give up really examine your mindset around it If it's something that's no longer serving you, let go. Do some self-care and let go. Take lessons from it. Think about the positives that you've got and move on to bigger and better things. 
So I hope this episode has helped you if you're feeling like you're spending a lot of energy on something that's no longer serving you and you're thinking about giving up but feel like you've got those blocks. I hope this has helped you to make that decision of whether to persevere, whether to put it on the shelf or whether to just let go. Thank you for listening. This was a tricky one to record actually. It's something I really wanted to get right so I'd love to hear if it helped you. Send me a message on Instagram. You can follow me at Stationary Magpie. You can send me an email, sarah at stationarymagpie.com. Let me know if there's things that you've given up in the past that you are really happy about. I would really love to hear some of your perspective on this. So as always, you can follow me on Instagram to see what I'm doing. You can get more creativity and productivity resources on stationarymagpie.com as well as finding out information about my mentoring packages because I'm soon going to be launching some new spaces. I'm going to be opening up some new client spaces. So make sure you have a look at that. And I will speak to you next week when I have an interview with the wonderful Elizabeth Stiles all about self-belief and community around creativity. So all that's left to say is have a wonderful creative productive day.